Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, that's the way tire buying should be. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. So glad that you're hanging out with us on this Friday as we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All-Star Weekend, Aaron, is a thing of the past in the NBA, but it was supposed to be a weekend where we celebrate the greats and the greatness of the game. And coming out of All-Star Weekend, I don't feel that that was the sense at all following a bad All-Star game. Interesting comments of, uh, from Commissioner Adam Silver when it comes to load management. So as the NBA resumed last night, their final stretch run of the regular season, it, it takes me back to the time where Mark Cuban sh- uh, sent out that warning shot to the NFL and said, <laughs> hey, pigs get <laughs> fat, you know, and you know what happens? Pigs get slaughtered. And and I, I love Mark Cuban's brashness. I love how he's cocky, but I think he misjudged that one. And now to look at where the NBA is to maybe where, you know, from where it was when he made those comments, 
if you're an NBA fan, if you're uh, an NBA freak, if you're an NBA player, if you're an NBA owner, if you're an NBA commissioner, I don't know how right now you can look at your game and be happy with what you have. Well, it's really funny when you led the segment by saying NBA All-Star Weekend is a thing of the past. I was like, are they, so they're canceling it. Okay, that's that's good. They're canceling it forever. <laughs> that that sounds great. And that, that was my, the, actually the first thing that I thought of. Uh, you know, listen, Rich and I talked a lot about this on Monday. I'm filling in for Doug. Um, but then even after that, the All-Star ratings came out, and obviously it was the lowest rated All-Star game in forever. Um, listen, uh, my personal opinion, I think it starts at the top with leadership. I, I, I've said for years, um, maybe not so now, but about three, four, five years ago, all I heard was how Adam Silver is the greatest commissioner that's ever walked the face of the earth. And I said, what is he doing to help grow the game? Um, I understand it's an international sport. I understand everything isn't about the American consumer and the American viewer. But at the same time, you know, regular season ratings are going down. Postseason ratings are obviously going down. The all-star game ratings are now going down. Uh, player trade demands are up. Adam Silver himself has said that players are as unhappy as they've ever been. And so we can get into the nitty gritty of of individual problems, um, you know, ratings, All-Star Weekend, can it be fixed? But I, I do think it does ultimately start with leadership at the top, and I do think it does start with Adam Silver. I'll just say something quickly about load management, because there was something else that happened last night that, that bothered me, and I'll get to that, and I know that you have your points, but the load management topic has only gotten worse from when it started. And that is not a good thing. This isn't anything new. And I've I've said on this network many a times that I felt that, you know, I I really think it was Greg Popovich and the Spurs when they were trying to rest Tim Duncan and give him days off. And maybe you weren't focusing in on the Spurs daily and uh, focusing, you know, on what they were doing. Or you could just say, you know what, Tim Duncan's logged a lot of miles in his career. You know, maybe he deserves a night off for the Spurs who are trying to extend this title run. And I think that you could you could take that and say, all right, yeah, I, under, I understand that. And then you had some of the stars starting to miss those Saturday night broadcasts mm-hmm. on ABC, which I thought really hurt the advertisers. And, and with all of this, Aaron, this isn't even gotten to the fans like your main point in your main core you're like okay well how do we how do we satisfy the advertiser uh, advertisers who spent a lot of money and now Steph Curry and Draymond Green and Clay Thompson aren't playing for the Warriors on a Saturday night like that's that's not good business or Kawhi Leonard sitting out or Kevin Durant sitting out that is not what those advertisers paid for but what I think is different now over the last year is really the fans have had their voice and I think that the the and, and it's not only load management but there were always a group of, of fans saying like, well, what about if I show up to one game and that star's not been there? And that has been said over hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times, thousands of times since this topic started to come up and nothing was done with it. And now I actually think that it's it's reached that level. Like there is the NFL is a sport and I and I don't want to compare them to apples to apples, but, you know, there, there are NFL fans everywhere in every single state you go and i don't that is not the case with the nba and when you start you know alienating those sort of fans like you have with load management or not showing up at games um it may become a small thing but it's building up and that's why i think we've gotten to this point is because maybe they tried to take care of their advertisers they tried to take care of this but they really didn't consider what the fans wanted 
and what the fans were really, really missing out on, and they haven't listened, and it's catering to the players. And now you have this league where you don't know what jersey they're wearing. You don't know who's on what team. Uh, nobody stays anywhere long enough to really, you know, care in certain places. It has become a really difficult sport to be a, a diehard fan of if you're not a Lakers, Celtics, or, you know, one of those branded teams. Well, a couple things. Um, it's it's A couple things stand out. One, I even go back to the time, I think it was around the bubble, and I understand it was a, a highly sensitive time and a political time, but I remember, I think it was LeBron James actively saying, if fans can't support us now, we don't want them. Um, and... Like, on the one hand, okay, it was a divisive time. There's divisive issues coming up. I get all that. I don't know that any business wants the most prominent person actively saying, we don't care if our consumer <laughs> consumes our product. Like, like, imagine, you know, somebody at Fox Sports Radio saying, if you don't like my takes, don't listen. It's like, I don't think our bosses would be ha- like, like, you know, and, and <laughs> sure. by the way, do, do people turn off the radio when Aaron Torres says something dumb or somebody? Maybe they do. Probably they do. But I don't think the boss wants... Anyone saying, hey, if you don't like how I feel about uh, 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 whatever, the Lakers, just turn off. Like, no, it doesn't make sense. And so it's been interesting to see this evolve because what, what I think there was, and I've always been, I, I, I think there, there was that group that was very much super pro player. You guys don't get it, blah, 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 blah. And, then I, and I think that was kind of a small group. And then I think on the other side, there was a, a small group that from the beginning has said, this is not good. You cannot just sit out games for the sake of sitting it out. Um, and I have always been in that group. I've always said, you know, there's no other job where if you're healthy enough to do the job, you just don't show up to do it, let alone, um, you know, people that are making millions of dollars. But why I bring it up was I feel like even as recently as 18 months ago, two years ago, there was a very big middle group that was like, well, I see your side, but I see their side. And I, I don't know that I really have a strong opinion about it. And it feels like they're over the last year or two. It has really swung in the direction of the people that have said from the beginning, like, this is not good for business. And now, and it's a cliche, but I think it's true, uh, the toothpaste is out of the tube, and I, I don't know how you get it back in. I mean, I mean, I have thoughts, but I don't know if Adam Silver has a concrete plan. I don't know if he thinks that, that there should be a plan. I mean, he said at All-Star Weekend, he doesn't think load management is a problem. But I do think it's turning off the casual viewer, and I'll just talk about myself. I mean, I, again, I love the NBA. I love basketball. I grew up watching it, all that good stuff. I don't really make it priority appointment viewing anymore because I just don't know who's going to be playing when. Um, and again, there's always obvious injuries, but I just don't know who's playing when. And I, I just don't make it a priority viewing like I did even four or five years ago. You know, the individual brands have done so well worldwide, right? Like, you know, like, you know, when, you know, Kobe would go to China, it's just an absolute frenzy, you know, and, and, and it's and it's done that. And it has given the the individual player you know even more power but at at some point like when there's friction between the 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 nfl and the nfl players association sometimes that's a good thing there was even a time in the nfl when when it was like you know what gene upshaw and paul tagliabue are getting along too well sure like these two sides you know they're they're on the opposite sides is this really good for us if we're having this sort of thing and i think that you know, there there is a lot of there. There's way too much player control in what's going on in the NBA, and maybe Adam Silver being buddy buddy 
And I don't, I don't think that that's necessarily his role. And, and you want to talk about like individual, I get who Victor Wembenyama is. I, I have heard people say that if you had a draft of every NBA player that ever played and include Victor Wembenyama and had those players at the start of the career, he would be the number one overall pick ahead of LeBron James, ahead of Tim Duncan, ahead of Michael Jordan, ahead of, you know, that if you redrafted that, the skill set of what we see in the size of Victor Wembenyama is just something we've never, ever seen before in the NBA or, you know, heading to the NBA. Now 7-5, you know, skills, you know, of of a guard that can move, just this unstoppable force. But last night I'm watching after the Lakers beat the Warriors on, on inside the NBA, and there's a highlight package for Victor Wembenyama. And then there was, I've seen articles on NBA.com. And then I've seen ESPN do Wembenyama check-ins. I understand it, Aaron. Like, I get it. I worked at a radio station 20 years ago. True story. This was in Wisconsin. And the Brewers stunk. Like, they were bad. Like, you could not, you could not get people to be invested with the Brewers. This is 2002, 2003. So my program director at the time and the tip of the cap to Tim Scott for this idea, Tim said, you know what we're going to do for the All-Star break? The Brewers have Prince Fielder in the minors. They've got Ricky Weeks. They've got J.J. Hardy. They've got Corey Hart. All these young talent that you were told about. He goes, we're going to broadcast one of the uh, Huntsville Stars baseball games over the break mm-hmm. because we want Brewer fans to be excited about the future. Sure. You know, and so we like we did. I think we broadcast maybe one game or two games when the Brewers weren't playing. And it's a think ahead idea to get fans excited. And is that what the NBA is doing with Wembenyama? Absolutely it is. But what has the NBA done with college basketball? What have they done to help that sport that at times I think has had a resurgence of late, but at times almost felt on life support and, and in, a, in a way where, where maybe the NBA is right now is is not unwatchable, but in a, in a in a time where people can't get connected. I think college basketball was there five or ten years ago. For sure. You know, wouldn't it have helped if the NBA was like, hey, guess what? You know, Matsi just men- mentioned the Lonzo Ball stuff. Look at what Lonzo Ball was doing at UCLA. You know, like doing those sort of things to hype these guys. And like, you know, I, I get Wembenyama is who Wembenyama is, but, you know, as a college basketball fan, and obviously it's it's your passion, and I'm a fan as well, like, that bothers me. Like, why haven't you reached out? Like, you're just, you know, you're you're hoping that somebody becomes a Cinderella star in the NCAA tournament that you can then use for your benefit, but you will do absolutely nothing to help, you know, maybe promote a sport that actually needs it a little more than it, than it used to do. Well, a couple of things. One, you know, first of all, this is something Colin Cowherd has talked about for years, is how the NFL understands that they have a free advertising arm for its next generation of stars in college football and really embraces college football. And the NBA has actually done the exact opposite. It's become an adversarial relationship. Um, you know, and, and and what I would say is I think it was for mostly um, – reasons of show in other words they were trying to play the you know it's it's a it's a, the, these poor college kids being exploited by the system well first of all the one and done rule is an nba rule the reason elite players have to play in college is because there is an nba rule in place that's one and two i don't know that you can really say that anymore in the nil era so if anything you should be like it's good like it's just good business for you yeah. right so like you know you talk about what victor Wenbanyama. well and I remember this, and you can look it up. I'm not making this up. 
the year that Zion Williamson was at Duke, and I know Zion was an exception, and he was a once-in-a-generation even college player from in terms of interest, his games were regularly outrating any comparable NBA game. And so if the NBA knows in six months we're getting this guy, I think it does make sense to you know throw in a Duke highlight in the, the TNT Thursday night package or to talk about him. And so it's been weird because the NBA, um, like you said, has done a good job of promoting professionals overseas or the, the G League Ignite program, which is basically a minor league program run by the NBA. But it's like... You should be embracing college basketball. By the way, it's good for you. It's good for your teams to get mm-hmm. a year, um, you know, to, to get a, to get a feel for these kids for a year. I'll just give you a quick, very random example. I know we're running long here, but you know, let's you know, this Brandon Miller thing is taking on a life of its own. I don't know him personally, but. This is something that I think NBA teams are are obviously going to have to look into before they make decisions. Is there something we don't know about this kid? Is there this? Is there that? Now imagine having him under your umbrella as an 18-year-old, 19-year-old and something similar happens. So that's an extreme example, but the only point I'm trying to make, it's been a good it's been it's been good for their business. The ES uh, college basketball has been good for their business, but more importantly, um, it, it's I don't know. It's just good for your business. It's good for your business in so many different ways. I don't understand why they don't embrace it, and I think the sport is struggling because of it. And I'll just finish with this: with the whole Brandon Miller story. That's that's you know we know about this week. How many people were finding out for the first time that he is likely to be the top player from college to be drafted? Exactly. You know, I, I think that that is that was news to a lot of people because they aren't following college basketball. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Get Aaron on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. You can find Find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. That Russell Wilson story that was released today by The Athletic, is it much ado about nothing? We'll ask an NFL insider next year on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. 
Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Live from the TireRack.com studios, he's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. Adam Kaplan, our Fox Sports Radio NFL insider, joins us. Talking all things National Football League. Welcome in, Adam. How's your Friday going? Good, guys. Good. Yeah, I uh, heard you before I came on here. The uh, the Russell Wilson story. I, I've done so much reporting on this thing. Not this one in particular, but just the the bad blood between both sides. And then the Athletic drops this story. This this yeah. one's interesting. It's uh, you know, it's one of those where you you, you want to believe what people are seeing, you know, what's reported. I have no doubt that it's, it's source well. Of course, Wilson came out with what he what he thinks is the truth, and we'll never know that. But it, it's just fascinating well, with the story has no bearing on anything. Comes out and it's just the revisionist history is pretty interesting. Well, yeah, and and I'll say this because I referenced you when we started the show with it because of our conversations that that you and I have had every Sunday uh, for the last couple of years about like Russell years, Wilson's yeah, yeah future in Seattle that it wasn't it wasn't going to be in Seattle. Here was my take on it, and I and, and I want to get your thoughts. I actually don't think it was a bad thing for Russell Wilson because I think it was the only play that he had if he wanted to stay in Seattle. So, like, I, I know that Russell is very image conscious, but if if there yeah. was a situation where, you know, he says, you know what, I do want to stay here, but obviously I, Pete and I aren't working. John Schneider hasn't had great drafts over these last couple of years. I actually don't blame Russell Wilson for asking, considering I felt that they were already, you know, the, they were already on bad terms. How do you see the actual reported request? Well, okay, so let me go back to the Athletic and I. We both had the same story. The, the, the Seahawks were going to draft Patrick Mahomes in 2017. Had, they, had the Chiefs not traded up and Mahomes had been there in 17, that was their plan. That's as I understood it back then, and I know the Athletic reported the same story. So now, did he become aware of this? Did it bother him over time? We'll never know. So you got that situation, okay? You've got Dan. I've outlined this story for you for three years. The the the, the heat that Wilson had with Pete Carroll, the micromanaging of the offense. Mm-hmm. Wilson wanted the offense to go through him and his right arm, not the running game. So that that became a major problem. They just they were never going to get the same page. It would never work. This is exactly what I told you two years ago before he was traded. It'll never work between the two. They're just, they're just wasting time keeping him there. So they finally acquiesced and got pretty good value, by the way. Now. This latest story about him asking both to be fired, it's, just, it's farcical. I'm not saying it didn't happen. What would Wilson expect? Like, like ownership is really going to do that? Come on. It's just, I, I thought, I, thought, I mean, I, I, 
I kind of laugh when I saw it. I'm like, yeah, okay, this is really going to happen. Like, what, you know, it's one thing. Sometimes a, a, a club will choose the player over the head coach, yes. But for both to be fired is preposterous. That never would have happened. Adam, I know you'll probably you know have some better you know intel on this coming out of the combine here in the next few days. But yeah. do you have any real sense on if Justin Fields is genuinely on the trading block, or if if you know any rumors or innuendo might be to kind of create value for that pick at number one? Well, okay. So, Aaron, here's the thing they they were pretty. It kind of surprised me when uh, Matt Eberflus and. Uh, the GM of the Bears came out, uh, Ryan Poles, and they had their season-ending press conference. They're like, no, he's our starter going forward. Now, it wasn't quite as strong as John Harbaugh, who didn't want to hear the trade stuff. He goes, this is our guy, Lamar Jackson. This is We built our offense around, and he's going to be here a long time. So, okay, so, that, you know, the Lamar Jackson trade talk was never happened. It was just internet speculation. But with this one, I know, I know at least two teams are still doing work on, on fields. We'll see. Uh, yeah, and, and we'll hear next week if they're willing to do anything. But the, the thing is, and this you're going to hear more of this from me. Demand is outliving supply. There are just too many needs and too, too too many teams that need a quarterback. That's not a great quarterback draft. It'll be better than last year's in terms of the first three rounds. We only we we only saw one in the first two, and we'll see three in the first round. But guys, this is not a this is a bad year to need a quarterback. There are just not enough good ones to go around. So the trade market's going to be happening here. It's just a matter of are, are teams willing to listen. Adam Kaplan inside the Birds podcast and our Fox Sports Radio NFL insider joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. So you talk about needing quarterback. What about just overall needs? Because the Bears have a lot of them. Yeah. Um, are they more apt to move that pick because of the way that their roster is currently situated? Well, again, just to be clear, they're, they're, they, I mean, the Fields is one thing. Now, moving the pick... The question is, we don't know the value of that pick right now. Uh, you know, last year it was Hutchinson. Trayvon Walker was was an overdraft by the Jaguars. I mean, it, Hutchinson was the best player of, of the two. And that played out to be in year one, not, not even remotely close. Now we'll see. you got to give Walker three years to see what kind of player he could be. Uh, so we don't know who the consent. Like last year, the, I told you well before the draft, the best player for this draft was Sauce Gardner. And that turned out to be very true. He's an absolute superstar. Now, the question would be, who would be that number one guy? Who's two and who's three? We don't know that yet. We'll get a little bit of clarity next week. And also on medicals, we'll, we'll get that. That's a big thing. It, the interviews and the medical are actually more important than the workouts. Getting very strong medical information is what teams are going to be looking for next week. Adam, I find it very, I think cool is the only word I can think of. Like Eric Bieniemy betting on himself to go to Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the buzz around uh, the NFL circles about this decision because he could have stayed in KC forever. Uh, you know, tried next year to get that head coaching sh- uh, opportunity, but he obviously is betting on himself, and he's doing it in a place where if he can revive that offense, I don't think there's any doubt that nobody's going to have any questions about his play calling responsibilities or anything like that going forward. Yeah, three or four things here. That uh, I, I knew this was going to happen. Matt Nagy was named today as his replacement as the OC. This is, in fact. Uh, the word around the league is Nagy will have a very good chance to be Andy Reid's successor if Andy Reid ever retires in the next four to five years. But, yeah, so Enemy had a choice, and it's simply this. If he wants to be head coach, he's got to show teams that he could develop an offense. See, he's a good run game guy. We don't know him as a passing game coordinator or, or, or a guy because Nagy kind of oversaw the passing game. Eric, the, play, the, the OC, but he didn't call the plays. Andy did. Now, let's, let's call it like it is. I mean, I talked, to, talked about this last week on uh, Fox Sports Radio. This is, not a, this is not a job that it really very many 
offense coordinator candidates wanted. It's it, th- there are two issues. Will the staff be around in 2024 because of potential of new ownership? Nobody can answer that question. And also, Ron Rivera has made it clear they're not going to be a passing offense. And, and Sam Howell, barring a surprise, will be their quarterback. I can't believe I'm saying this, but that's what Ron Rivera has made it clear. Sam Howell's their guy going forward. And they don't want him throwing the football. So the thing is about Washington, they're very good with a pass target group. That's not the problem. And they're good at running back. It's what kind of offense are you going to put together here? They've got to let the enemy. You can't micromanage your offense. You've got to let the guy call the plays like he wants, and we'll see if he's willing to do that. Adam Kaplan joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Get him on Twitter at Kaplan NFL. Final one for me. Uh, Monsi Bolaños uh, at the news desk just told us a little bit earlier that there are reports that Daniel Jones wants $45 million annually. Um, is that realistic at all for the Giants? Sure. Well, here's the thing. He's, he just changed agents, by the way, within the last week, so that doesn't help it. But you got to understand, like, Kyler Murray got a little bit over $45 million. And Kyler Murray's never been a consistent player, kind of exciting player to watch, and obviously he's come back with a devastating knee injury. Both were uh, first-round picks. Murray's the first pick overall. Murray got $46.1 million. And, and Jones, if that's correct, would, would actually be willing to take less. But you, you always have to look at it this way. You're, you're betting, you're assuming if you're the Giants, based on Jones's big jump this past season, he'll only get better. Remember, the TV money's coming this year. The, the rise in the cap is significant, these deals are only going to get better. And, and don't forget, if, if Burrow and Herbert get deals, they're going to be 52 to $55 million a year. If, Daniel, if you're Daniel Jones, why would you take less than $45 million? People See, people get too carried away with, oh, Daniel Jones stinks. He only had this one decent year. Well, get, folks, what would he get on the open market? He's a quarterback. It's a bad league for quarterbacks right now. I just outlined that. I've out, I continue to outline it through the fall. He absolutely is worth $45 million. You don't have to be a top five quarterback to get paid this league at that position. And by people, Adam Kaplan means me. Whoa! Uh, hey, 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 there you go. <laughs> Daniel Byer. Uh, Adam, have a great weekend. Um, I'm off Sunday, so I'm taking the, the – the weather is so nice in Southern California. I said, how often do we get 40 degrees in rain in late for February? Yeah, gosh. What, I, I played a, tennis for three hours yesterday outside. It was 70 degrees in Philly. Oh, Today, my goodness. it's 45 degrees. What in the world is going on with this? Guy? <laughs> I saw it was 81 in D.C. yesterday. Uh, really? Oh, and how about this one? No, the first time in my life, absolutely no accumulations. We had two snowfalls, which were coding. It never was an accumulation. This has never happened before, and we're almost in March. Crazy. Crazy. Well, have a good weekend, and we'll, uh, we'll talk guys. to you soon. All right. Thank you. Adam Kaplan, get him on Twitter, at Kaplan NFL. Aaron Torres, find him on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. You can hit me up at Dan Beyer on Fox. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. So you can hang out with us as yeah. we are live from the TireRack.com studios, sitting in for Doug Gottlieb on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Aaron grew up in Connecticut. Uh, Monty, again, uh, mostly Southern California, born in Costa Rica. Uh, John Ramos, you're a Southern California native, right? That's affirmative. Yes. And Orion <laughs> Bershinger, another Southern California native? Yes, yes, that's yes. correct. Yes, all right. Just want to lay it affirmative all out Affirmative was the only correct answer there, but continue. <laughs> present, <laughs> present. Um, I grew up in the upper Midwest, uh, grew up in uh, north central Wisconsin. So we've kind of got a, a, a few differences in terms of weather. And the weather that we have had in Southern California has been crazy. But as Adam just said, it's been crazy in Philadelphia. It's been crazy in the state of Michigan. 
Uh, it's crazy now in the Northeast. Um, it was like 90 in like Georgia and Florida, you know, that parts that usually aren't 90 at this time of year. And it got me into thinking about weather of what weather pattern, uh, event, like, are you afraid of? Like, I think that people that don't understand earthquakes are usually afraid of earthquakes. Like, in, in or um, like, I'm not familiar with hurricanes, but just a storm that never ends with 100 mile an hour winds. Like, no, thank you. Like, like those are things like I've lived. I've lived in a you know in a tornado area, not plains tornadoes like you get in Kansas and Oklahoma and Arkansas and those places. Nothing like that. But, you know, tornadoes are tornadoes. They are they they come and they go. Hopefully they miss you. But like I've never understood the hurricane aspect of it. Like to me, that's just like, man, like, you know, like for for two days, you just get, you know, pounded with high winds and water and then you have to clean everything up. Like like to me, like I am not I would not be a fan of of hurricanes. Aaron Torres, are you are you adverse to any sort of weather weather pattern or anything? Well, you mentioned this is that I, I do think there is something to the idea of um, you're not comfortable. You're you know you're the the great unknown is always the most un you know discomforting if you will. Uh, and I told you before the show, like my dad who grew up on the East Coast, literally did not want to come to my wedding because he's like, oh, there's going to be an earthquake, and I, I can't. It turns out there was an earthquake during my wedding, and he didn't even realize that it happened. So I say that to say tornadoes kind of freak me out because I don't really understand them. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they start. I don't know how they end. It seems as though they go in whatever direction that they want. Um, I don't get it. And I don't, I don't mean to be dismissive of other weather patterns, I should say, um, but I've lived through hurricanes. It's just a lot of rain for the most okay. part. Most sure. most of the time, you'll probably be okay. There's extreme examples. Obviously, don't want to be insensitive of that. Blizzards, it's much the same. I just don't get tornadoes. I don't get them at all. Typhoons, I don't even know what a typhoon is. That's terrifying <laughs> to me because I don't even know what it is. But I would go tornado would lead my power rankings down. Okay. Monsi, is there any weather pattern you're freaked out about? I think tornado, just because rain doesn't really scare me. It's more like, oh, the rain really just puts a damper on the day. Because I'm talking Costa Rica, it's raining all year. All year. You just live that way. And being here in Southern California, earthquakes, I feel like I'm so used to them also. Not that they're not scary, but they wouldn't scare me the way a tornado would scare me. Absolutely John, not. John Ramos, are you... Earthquake is not a... That's not a weather event, though, right? That's but just I, I'd include that. I'd, would I'd, you? I'd, yeah, I mean, just, you know, what what it's it's not caused by, hey, it's you know, earthquake weather out there, but yeah, I still like put it in the category okay. of like, all right, you know, I don't want to live in California because to what Aaron says, earthquakes, but people are like, I don't want to live in Kansas because of, you know, tornadoes or yeah. something like that. I would say, uh, Hmm. He's not afraid of anything. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. Not I mean, <laughs> afraid of him is the, if we're being honest. Uh, I guess tornado. Yeah. After I saw Twister, remember that movie Twister? Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Bill Paxton and, and, uh, what was it? I forgot the, the woman who won the Academy Award. She's the Helen Hunt, right? Helen Hunt. There that's right. Go, yeah. um, that freaked me out a little bit. Mm -hmm. Those F5 uh, out of nowhere uh, hurricanes. But at least you. the one thing about that is at least you have warning somewhat, right, of a hurricane, of, of yes. all of that hurricanes yes, and stuff like yes. that. So that's the one thing with the earthquake. Again, you don't have any type of warning of that. It could happen at any moment. So, yeah, and those kids. But if I had to pick one, I guess it would be a, a tornado. 
Gosh, tornado Birch, are you in the tornado train too? You know what I am. Uh, only yeah. because, like, out of all of them, like, it is literally a monster that you could yeah. see coming at you. That that seems That's terrifying true. to me. Yeah. But I will also mention tsunamis. Tsunamis mm. are terrifying. Which is that oh, in water? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I have a dream like once every probably six months that I'm in a window and I see big waves hitting the window, oh, no. knowing that eventually it's going to knock over the building I'm mm. in. TMI. Maybe if a therapist is listening, they can chime in with <laughs> what that means. Uh, but so a tsunami, now that I'm thinking about it, would be pretty high on my power rankings I, as well. I, I had the, uh, I didn't show up for class all semester and the exams coming up dream a couple of weeks ago. I oh, think no. That's one that a oh, lot of oh. people have that you can read into. But tor- here's the thing about tornadoes. They are, number one, they are freaky. When I was a kid, the local news would immediately come on with this, you know, you know, horn, you know, be- to tell you like, hey, tornado warning. And they would have the most like destructive tornado picture. So when you're seven years old, <laughs> that's what you think is about to happen to you. Oh, like, no. you know, like, yeah, like F, you know, F5, everything like with it. And it would just freak me out. But it is the winds and it is the, you know, like you could be caught off guard and maybe not have enough time to the, John's point about the hurricanes. I'm like, okay, this should make landfall on Monday. I don't know what it's like to pack up and leave town. And I, I don't have that experience, but the tornado is, yeah, guess what? There's a storm hitting, and now it's turning. There, that is the freaky part of it. Having to live through that sort of thing, uh, it is freaky. And, and the winds are—I mean, the winds are no joke. Absolutely no joke. But it's also just the visual of the tornado. I think that we all kind of do agree that that is freaky. How does a tornado stop? Like, how does it die down? I don't have the answer to that. Yeah, like how does it just end? Like yeah. all of a sudden, it's just—you know—how is it not as powerful? Probably the same way in that it starts. I, w- I would I would assume, um, you know, like some some don't touch the ground, you know, like some will just hang up and, you know, but it's just a question of if, you know, I guess and I'm not a tornado expert at all, but um, I, I would assume that that would be, you know, just a case of it's only powerful for so long. So mm. it's not like it hits a there was always a thought like, hey, we're by we live by the river, like my hometown was on the Wisconsin River and it's like. We're not going to get hit by a tornado because we live by the river. Well, that is not true. That's garbage. Like that does that makes no sense. But and also uh, most of Cal- I shouldn't say most. I'm just going to guess. Unlike where you live, did you have a um? What do you call it? A, a basement, Dan, at your house? Yes. You okay? Yes. I don't think a lot of ho- homes here in California have basements. So no. I don't know where you would go if that if that ever occurred like a tornado. I guess you'd go to a local school maybe, or they'd evacuate you to someplace. You know, the, I have no idea. I, it's just not something I think California is sure. prepared for as any type of tornado. Though we do get tornadoes small, but nothing like they do in the Midwest, right? Where you no. live, yeah, it's not no. even close. So no, and again, you know, I'm from the Upper Midwest, and I just I, I can't imagine like what Texas and Oklahoma and Arkansas and you know in Kansas and when they you know like in the prime, you know, because it's starting, it's not becoming spring. Like to have that stuff, man, crazy, crazy. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, good weather chat, by the way. Very good weather chat. Uh, he's Aaron Torres. Uh, John Ramos, Ryan Bershinger, Monty Bolaños. Thank you very much. I'm Dan Beyer. We're all hanging out on the Doug Gottlieb Show live for the TireRack.com studios. Coming up next, Monty has your headlines of the day and a crazy story coming from the world of, well, we'll tell you next year on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course you know us as the host of the number one rated Paulie and Tony Fusco show. World renowned. We all know you're sick and tired of these stupid sports shows where the hosts say stupid things like Tom Brady's the GOAT. Or LeBron James is good at basketball, which he is clearly not. See, we give you smart takes. Yeah. And we also bring on so-called famous guests from across the sports world and show them why we know much more than they do. You're off the show! Are you serious? Listen to the Polly and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose some full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. That was credit 97.5 The Fanatic in Philadelphia, 76ers Radio Network, and that was the Progressive Play of the Day, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com.
It is the Doug Gottlieb Show. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug. I know our weather talk, Aaron, kind of crunched Monty for time with some headlines, but let's do it anyway. Or we could continue with weather talk. You no, know, no, like a, no. I got a good one. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> is it about tornadoes? No, it's Otherwise not about tornadoes. But this just came out. Blazers star Damian Lillard, who didn't play because he was resting, don't get me started, was on a podcast, I assume yesterday, point forward with his former teammate, Evan Turner. He said a lot of things, but one of the things that stood out was that he said that he doesn't feel that he gets the respect that he should from the media. They'll never give me credit for what I've actually done. Unless I just come out here and win the championship in Portland, uh-huh. and they better hope that don't happen. Well, like they better said, pray that I don't win the championship <laughs> for the Blazers. And, it, I get, and, that's, and that's very true. And they better pray because the same way you like, they don't know that side. They, gonna, <laughs> they better pray I don't win the damn championship. That's pretty cool. Can I say something really quick? Yeah, please. Yeah. I actually feel – maybe I'm not connected enough in the NBA. I feel like it's actually the exact opposite. I feel like Damian Lillard is like the one guy – we like him so much. Mm-hmm. He's stuck with Portland. I feel like he's the one guy that isn't held to the if you don't win a championship, you're a failure standard. Am I crazy on that? Tell me. So I think he's more talking about that they never include him in the best gotcha. players. Okay, that's I different think that's what he's talking about specifically. He he said before, I think I'm one of the best shooters, and yet he's never in those conversations. Mm. So I think that's what he's referring to. And he also talked about how the fan base doesn't understand that he truly believes he can win a championship in Portland. He's like, everyone thinks I'm here because I don't want to win. I'm here because I believe I can actually win. I put in the effort and nobody gives me credit. That's different. I understand that. Right. Yeah. But I think your point, Aaron, is actually he is really well liked. Like I'm thinking of like all the non-Milwaukee Bucks players that I would like in the NBA. And honestly, like Damian Lillard is at the top of that list. You know, if not the top. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Heck, Giannis took him with the first pick of the reserves. There you go. You know, in the all-star draft uh, prior to the game on Sunday. So there's got to be some love there. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer. That's it for us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Stick around next. We're in for Cavino and Rich here on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.